Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, good morning, everybody. It's 9-10. This is WTIC News Talk 1080, the Will Marotti Show. Your host, Will Marotti. Matt Sorois, our master engineer, executive. Watching the clock, watching our timing, our tempo, taking your calls. 860-522-9842. Not even 9-11, I got my first amen of the day. Thank you, Jill. Jill from Manchester. I, I guess you're, you're I, you know, trying to hit the button faster. I, I don't know. Hey, we got a lot to uh, talk about today. This is uh, Wednesdays, all caller Wednesday. So here's the deal. We intentionally do not schedule any outside guests because we want to hear from you. You are our honored guests. This is a caller driven show. And uh, it works best when, when you and I are talking, when we're having a conversation. So I want you to call in today. I want you to bring your thoughts, topics that, that I bring up, topics you want to bring up, um, the, whatever, whatever we need to, to do to take care of business is what we're, we're looking to do here. So um, that's, that's the way it works. And it is 9-11, so let's take a moment and ask, uh, ask for God's help and gather our thoughts together, shall we? Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, thank you for another day of life. Thank you for uh, another day to enjoy your creation. We're grateful for life, God. We're grateful for many blessings, your, your forgiveness, your mercy, your grace, your patience, grateful family, friends, people who love us, people we can love. And Thank you that we're able to, to, to move about and do the things we need to do and want to do. And thank you for all those of us who are employed. We're grateful for our jobs. Uh, many of us are not quiet quitters, but we're working as hard as we can and doing the best we can because we know that you, that's what you want us to do, uh, do all things. Um, you, 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 you teach us to all things as unto you, not as unto man. And so we're grateful for that. God, we pray for uh, protection, guidance, wisdom for our first responders, particularly our law enforcement officers, firefighters, help them. 
Let us uh, let us remember to say a quick prayer every time we hear a siren, because who knows what's going on. We pray for all of the brave men and women in our armed forces. We ask for protection for them and comfort safety for their families. For our families, Lord, we pray that uh, uh, criminals would be stopped, that, w- that plans to do evil would be confounded, and uh, and that this would return to being a safe and uh, law-abiding country. And we need your help for that, clearly, because what we're doing isn't working. So help us today. Thank you for the ability to be on the air. Thanks to TIC. Give us a great day today. Give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Can I get an amen out there? You can submit your amens on social media. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. Same handle, all four accounts, at Will Marotti. You can contact me at willmarati at yahoo.com. Let me read an email. That uh, here, There they come. <laughs> I love you guys. Let me read this. This came in last night. Um, I, 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 get, I get these frequently, but I just thought I'd read this one for some reason just because it came in and I, don't know, I just popped up. And every morning at 9-11, I listen to your show, your show starting out with the prayer to God. God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Monday to Friday, as I drive the beautiful roads of Connecticut, as I am a, uh, as I drive truck for a profession, you have a great show, Will. I can't stop to send an amen, so if you count me in as an undocumented amen. Thanks for all you do. Have a wonderful day. God bless you, uh, John. John, thanks. I, I, I don't know if you're listening right now, <laughs> driving your truck across the beautiful roads of Connecticut, but that means a lot. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. And um, we're, we're, we're grateful, grateful to be able to do what we do. <clears throat> um, you know, I, I don't know that this is intentional. I, I don't know what to think anymore, quite frankly. This, this, this presidential, the Biden administration, they are either the most arrogant, tone-deaf group of folks in the world, or they're just entirely incompetent. They just can't get out of their own way. So Biden has a party yesterday in Washington, basically, a party basically in Washington to celebrate the Inflation Reduction Act, which, which quite frankly, most people say has, has nothing to do with reducing inflation. If anything, it'll hurt inflation. It'll, it'll increase inflation, but that's a whole other topic. Uh, uh, right on the time that <laughs> the heels of the inflation report coming out, and of course, it was not a good report. Inflation up year over year, eight point three percent, slightly down from uh, the previous report. But I mean, it's nothing to write home to mom about. We're not we're not cheering for that. Um, and <laughs> and at the same time, the stock market tanks. I mean, just absolutely tanks. At one point, uh, down over eleven hundred points, and. It was like the worst drop since 2020. And you're saying to yourself, does, does this guy get it? I mean, do they do they have any? I mean, these guys either, again, they're either the most arrogant, tone-deaf people in the world. They just don't care what you think. Or they're, they're just incompetent. Because I, I'm telling you, if it was pouring rain out, the Biden folks would be up there saying it's a beautiful sunny day. 
And, and I don't know how, I don't know how we, I don't know how you believe anything that comes out of, out of the president's mouth at this point or out of the administration's mouth. Kamala Harris calling the Supreme Court an activist court. Uh, I mean, who, who, so hard to know what to think. You know, you can't get in people's heads. It's impossible to get in somebody's head and determine motivation. So you just have to base on what you're hearing and what you're seeing for results. And again, I, 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 I hate to hate to think ill of the president, but really, I mean, the whole bunch, I think, I think they're either just arrogant and they don't care. They're doing what they want to do to destroy the country economically or or they're just completely in over their heads and they just don't know what they're doing. I don't, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, both are bad, right? You, you want to have a president that knows what they're doing. Um, you want to have somebody that's, that's competent and able to at least know what the problems are. I mean, I don't, there's a lot of things that government can't fix. So I'm not, I'm not overly up, upset or excited about that. But my gosh, I mean, just a little bit of sensitivity. I mean, but again, maybe it speaks to where the country is. The, the country is living in this la-la land of, of make-believe and just disbelieve, making stuff up as they go along. Um, this, 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 <laughs> this from hotair.com. Phone rang today and a post was online. And, and, and they asked you this question. Do you agree or disagree with this statement? Some men can get pregnant. Now, just on face value, what would you say? Can some men get pregnant? Well, in my mind, it's, it's, that's a ridiculously preposterous, out-of-touch, insane question. No, men, men don't get pregnant because God made them male and female and the female side of the species is the reproductive side, needing the help of the male side for sure. But this is a this is a poll that was taken in August between August twenty second and twenty to August twenty two and twenty five. Twenty two percent, one out of five, more than one out of five agree agree with the statement. Someone can get pregnant. The percentage rose when only including women, college-educated females, they said 36% a man, some men could get pregnant. What kind of fairy tale land have we become? I mean, come on. You know, this is, this is the problem. And, and listen, you, you can go like that. You can fool some of the people some of the time. You can't fool all the people all the time. And, and to not speak the truth about this stuff, I think, is, is hypocritical. You know, if you speak, you speak things in love without truth, that's hypocrisy. If you speak things that are true without love, I think that's brutality. So you've got to have a balance. You have to say things true. You have to say, you have to say, but just because you say something true that someone else disagree with doesn't mean you're a bad person. It's how, it's not what you say. It's how you say it. 
And I don't know what we're going to do with these people walking around in, in what clearly is a state of delusion. Everything's better. Just change your sex. If you're a boy, become a girl. If you're a girl, become a boy. And then we hear the stories, the aftermath stories of what's going on. I, I shared one with you last week. Jess Shaw shared one with you last week. And, and people are afraid. I got a good story about that today. College students, afraid. People are afraid to share what they really think. I, I just, um, it's, it's sad. All right, 921, we're going to take a quick break. A couple commercials. We'll come back. We'll open phone lines, 860-522-9842. Stay with us. This is the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Welcome back. I am I am tallying up the amens. They're flooding in like like rain. Um, yeah, it's good. Uh, I got um, a few things I, I want to talk about. This is this is something that we've talked to a few people about. I I, I wish I could be more involved. In it. I just don't have the time right now. And, and I, I know it's a poor excuse, but I, I am a little bit of a overscheduled creature. Um, the New York Times. It's hitting the panic button over um, a legitimate constitutional means of limiting Washington's power. And uh, there was a, a piece that came out last week about Article 5. This from the Times. We're very concerned that if Congress becomes Republican, it will call a convention, said Mr. Feingold, who wrote this, the co-author of a new book, warning of the risks of a convention called the Constitution is in jeopardy. They could gut our Constitution, Mr. Feingold said in an interview. There needs to be real concern and attention about what they might do. We're putting out the alert. While the rise of uh, with the rise of election deniers, new voting reg uh, restrictions, and other electoral maneuvering get most of the attention, Mr. Feingold rates the prospect of a second constitutional convention as just a grave a threat to the democratic governance. If you think this democracy's moment of, if you think this is democracy's moment of truth, it is, he says. Elements on the right, I guess that would be me, for years have been waging a quiet but concerted campaign to convene a gathering to consider changes to the Constitution. We hope they take advantage of this never used Article 5 in the Constitution, which says, on the application of legislators of two-thirds of the state, we shall call a convention for proposing amendments. Now, what's the difference between a congregational, congressional, easy for me to say, approved Constitution amendment, and one produced by Article 5? Well, other than the absence of Congress, nothing at all. The New York Times makes a dishonest attempt to suggest one of these differences, supposedly. Back to the article. Throughout the history, 27 changes have been made to the Constitution by grindingly, a grindingly arduous route with amendments originating in Congress subject to ratification by the states. But with sharp partisanship making that path near impossible, backers of the convention idea 
now hope to harness the power of the Republican-controlled state legislatures to petition Congress and force a convention as they see a way to strip away power from Washington and impose new fiscal restraints at a minimum. That's Mr. Feingold. This is the only mention of ratification in the entire article other than the passing mention without the word made near at the end. It's a red herring so badly constructed as to appear intentional. The Constitutional Convention can't pass amendments, let alone replace the entire Constitution. Their work has to be ratified by the states as well. Apparently, no one at the New York Times bothered to look at what happened at the original Convention of States. And it goes on. But, I mean, I, I, I know there is that movement underway. I, I, I applaud it. I approve it. I think it's the only way. And, and I just pray, I just pray that if we ever have a convention of states, I pray that what will be on the agenda and what will be passed will be f- federal term limits. Um, I, I just, I just don't know how else we change this broken system. Two things that would fix the system, two things that would vastly improve the system, A, would be term limits, and B, the elimination of paid lobbyists. Because, um, I'm not, I'm not saying people can't lobby, private citizens can't lobby, but these these massive powerful lobbying firms and i don't care who they're for i say get rid of them i say don't let them in the con- in, in congress don't let them talk to congressmen don't let them talk to senators just wouldn't do it uh, reps and senators i wouldn't do it i would eliminate them so um but you know again that's something the 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 uh, the left is just absolutely terrified of allowing people to take control of their gun. All right, listen, we'll take a break. We'll open the phone lines as we come back, 860-522-9842. And, um, and I'll give the first uh, shout out, the first third of the amen list when we return. Stay with Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Welcome back, 940 WTIC News Talk 1080. Will Marotti Show, Will Marotti, your host. 
Matt Soros or Master Summers. I I do have to just say I mean this is this is a um, kind of selfish, but I do have to say happy birthday to my dad, Bill Marotti, Senior, eighty five years young today. Works every day. Couldn't have asked for a better father. Good good guy. Got a, uh, he's the king of the, I mean, you think Henny, what was his name? Henny Youngman was the king of the one-liners. He's never met my dad. My dad's got a one-liner for virtually everything. And um, we're celebrating today and tomorrow. We're celebrating his birthday with various events. And just uh, everybody should be as fortunate to have a, have a father like that or my mom who's passed, but my mom was an awesome mother. The two of them made incredibly good team as parents growing up. And, you know, I know not everybody has that and less and less today, but um, I'm certainly grateful. So happy birthday, Dad. I'll see you, see you at lunchtime. Um, first third of the amen list. They're coming in. It won't be a record, but it's a very healthy volume. Let's start here. Jill L. from Manchester. Janet S. Lisa T. Chris P. Hey, Chris. Marianne L. Richard F. Sharik. Wayne H. from North Carolina, Terry H., Peter, Val, Terrence B., Judy P. from Florida, Greg from Florida, Lynn B., Dor, Rose B., Philip M., John J., David C., William M., Lori L., Shannon O., Wendy A., Alex D. That's the first third. We'll do the next third uh, before the hour is over. 860-522-9842. A lot going on in the world. Major League Baseball passes significant rule changes, including pitch clock and banning defensive shifts. Remember the strike, the little bit of a strike that was early this year? Too bad Red Sox didn't stay on strike. But anyway, not to sound bitter, uh, Major League Baseball passes what we said rule changes. It hopes will fundamentally, uh, every time I say that word now, I'm nervous because of Barack Obama. Fundamentally. Uh, overhaul the game, voting Friday to implement a pitch clock. All right, I'm okay with that. And ban defensive shifts. I am completely against that. Listen, that's how you play the game. If somebody's a, a, a consistent pull hitter, left, right, doesn't matter, and, and, and you think putting a shift on makes it harder for them to hit, hey, Bring it on. I hate these artificial rules. That's why I hate NASCAR. For those of you into racing, I hate NASCAR because of the artificial rules. The whole segment thing. It just just drives me crazy. It's not a hockey game. Let the boys race. I don't like I'm at an IndyCar for the same reason. They have that opening and closing of the pits. Just leave the pits open. When they want to come in, they'll come in. If it's a good time for them, Praise God. If it's a bad time for him, you lose. I just hate these artificial, nonsensical rules. The league's competition committee, composed of six ownership-level representatives, four players and one umpire, approved the pitch clock of 15 seconds with bases empty, 20 seconds with bases on. The defensive alignment must include two infielders on each side of the second base bag 
with both feet on the dirt as well as rules limiting pickoff moves and expanding the size of bait. What a just stupid. This isn't this isn't going to help. This is going to The vote was not unanimous. Player representatives voted no on the shift and and, and pitch clock. The players said no. Long tested in the minor leagues, the pitch clock, when enforced, has significantly accelerated their games. Now, listen, they they got a clock in everything. There's a clock in basketball. There's a clock in football. I don't. There's a clock in soccer. I don't know the first thing about soccer, um, but but other sports have clocks, right? So you know, there's there's all kinds of clocks. You have a you know power play clock, you have penalty clock, and you all kinds of stuff. Well, power play clock is a penalty clock, but that's that's a whole other issue. Um. Another rule is strict. The catcher must be in position when the hitter hits. What? The catcher must be in position. Oh, when the timer hits 10 seconds, the the hitter must have both feet in the box at the 8-second mark. This could be a problem for J.D. Martinez. And he's got that ritual that he goes through before. You know, I, I don't know. It's it, it might not work. He may have to stop raising his shoulders or something. I don't know. Uh, banning the defensive shift, which was once fringe strategy, become normal. Okay, that's the way the game is played. With all four infielders needing to be on the dirt in the day, because you know, Chris, you know what it's, it's going to it's going to raise batting averages. It absolutely will. I mean, you're going to you're going to score more runs. You get more people on base. It's going to it's going to raise averages. There's no question about it. On base percentage, batting average, all these things are. The portion of defensive areas that can be moved. And if a defense is deemed illegal, the batting team can choose to accept the outcome of the play or take an automatic ball instead. Gosh. Who's, who's in favor of this stuff? Who's in favor of these rule changes? I'm not. I mean, it's too late. They already voted on them. Uh. Unbelievable. 860-522-9842. Let's go to our first call today. Brought to you by Eagle Rivet, the roofing partner you can trust. Let's go to Frank in Woodbridge. Frank, welcome to the show. Good. Uh, the problem with baseball is there's just uh, not enough talent, too many teams, and this is why we have the problem. The talent's Could been be. diluted so much. Well, there's less and less people playing baseball. That's part of the, that's why well, the, that's the challenge. Well, that's the problem. They, they don't have the minority community playing baseball. Well, I mean, they do some. I mean, there's a lot of Latino players in baseball. Yeah, but not blacks, though. Um, still, not as much, but still some. They like playing. They like playing football and basketball. Well, that, that. that seems to be sports that uh, a lot of folks excel in. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go to where I'm good, right? I'm gonna go to where well, I play it, the best. Well, it's uh, you know, it's easier it, it's easier to play basketball. They have hoops all over the place. Easier to play football. Well, baseball, you need the fields and everything. Let me just know. say one name, Bo Jackson. Yeah, but he's an exception to. Me. I know, but I'm just saying, maybe one of the greatest of all time. Short career, inj- injury. Cut career, shortened by an injury. But I mean, the guy, the guy was fantastic in baseball and unbelievably good in football. I mean, just amazing. As a matter of fact, if you look at some NHL hockey teams, yeah, they have more black guys on the team than some baseball teams. You, you know that that's becoming true. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, because what's <laughs> happening is the cities in this country are getting so crowded that a lot yeah. of them are not only moving out of the cities; they're moving to Canada. Mm-hmm. 
And it's hard to play football and baseball in Canada when it's always snowing out. Well, you know, but, but I mean, it's always been. Thank you, Michelle. That's true. They they made the bases a bit bigger, fifteen inch square to eighteen inch square bases in baseball. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, no, I, I I don't know. I mean, I I love hockey. Hockey's a fast paced oh, game. I, I just adore hockey. But hockey I still love soccer. baseball. You know, I went to a Red Sox game a few weeks ago, playing the Yankees, Evil Empire in Boston, the fastest game in history of baseball, two hour and fifteen minutes. And there, was, and there was everything. There was defense. There was great pitching. Aaron Judge struck out three times. I mean, it was, it was a fabulous game. Two, uh, it took us longer to get out of parking than it did to, 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 get, to sit through the game, Brad. So. Right, but nothing, but nothing comes close to people getting emotionally involved oh, yeah. in European soccer. Oh, yeah, it's insane. I mean, people have gotten killed <clears throat> for the team. Moving. So let me tell you a quick story about that. So when we were starting the church, we didn't have any resource. I was working a part-time job just to try to get things put together when we started the church. And I was driving limousines. Can you believe it? And uh, I, I mean, I'm a good driver, so I, you can't believe it. So I had to pick somebody up at JFK. And I had some time to kill, so I went inside inside the airport. And there was a, there was a bar up uh, where I was. There was a bar on the second floor over where we were. <clears throat> and, uh, and all of a sudden, I didn't know what was going on, but, I mean, literally the building was shaking. I, I didn't know if it was an earthquake or, or what, right? And I, I said to somebody, well, what is that? And they said, oh, that's upstairs in the bar restaurant, whatever. There's a soccer game on. They just scored a goal. And oh, it was yeah. Brazil playing somebody. And the people, when they scored the goal, they went, they lost their minds, Frank. They, they went insane. I'm, I'm telling you, they have. I remember insane. years ago, I think it was in the Euro Cup, Italy lost, and the Italian goaltender let a bad goal in. Yeah. Well, the Sicilian Mafia had big money on that game. They blew his house up before he came home. Come on. No, I'm telling you. They <laughs> oh, blew his boy. house up. Wow. I mean, you've got to be very careful playing on the, on those Europeans. They had brawls and fights in, in England when they lost. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. Mean, people get killed. This oh, is it, not, they, they take it very seriously. Very yeah, seriously. This, it's a matter of life and death. It's just not a game. You go home and you forget about it. Yeah, yeah. And plus, there's gambling on that everywhere in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. People are betting hard-earned money on that sport. It's legal in most of those countries. Mm-hmm. So, be, you know, it's, a, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just not a game over there. No, it's if not. They lose, take it very seriously. Yeah. No, you're right. It's a good point. I mean, soccer, you know, internationally, soccer's gigantic. But Now we got the World Cup starting in November. Oh, is it this year? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, now Italy just won the Euro Cup. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is huge, that World Cup. Well, it would like be fitting if England would win the World Cup. I, I know they won't. But no, you fitting. know what I'd like to see? I've seen Italy win the Euro Cup. And I like to, at the World Cup. I'd like to see the United States before I go yeah. off this earth win the World Cup. But Wouldn't I don't that know be if that'll something? happen. Yeah, that would, that would be miraculous, but, but probably not. Because, right? I mean, a lot of these countries, countries, that's what they got, right? They got soccer or maybe something else. We got baseball, football, hockey. We got lacrosse. We got, right. you know, uh Basketball. I mean, we, we just have swimming. so many sports. Even swimming. Yeah, swimming. Sure, track and field. Absolutely. No, uh, people don't realize how big soccer is over there in Europe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, it's a matter of life and death in some in some cases, which is crazy. It, it is insane, but I'll never forget that time at the airport, loses. Frank. I literally, <laughs> I literally yeah. thought there was an earthquake, and it was it was the fans upstairs from us yeah, going mental when they scored. Well, wait, wait till November comes when the World Cup starts. Yeah, I may watch it. I may watch it. All right, Frank, thank you. Appreciate thank it. You. Always nice talking to you. 860-522-9842. Let's go to uh, the Southern Command, Florida, and Rudy. Rudy, welcome. Hey, don't you have to go to the news? 
Um, not yet, no. Oh, um, you guys had a rough week last week in uh, Florida, the Patriots and the Red Sox. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, the Red Sox, I mean, it's over. It's over. Let's just get into next year. But yeah, it was it was it was uh, you know it, it was difficult for the Northeast teams. Yes, I called about my favorite topic though, um, Biden, and uh, he is very inco- he's been incompetent his whole time in Congress. So, that, but it, does it seem like the whole administration though? I mean, even the press secretary, she's like she's like the, living on the you know fifth rock from the moon or something. I mean, just she, she from the sun. She's just insane. She's just she, she just says stuff, and you, you sit back and go. She can't believe this stuff. Well, I think his press secretary, both of the ones he had, Jen Psaki and the current one, are arrogant beyond belief. And they, they think arrogant. they can just yeah. do whatever they want, yeah. and you're going to buy it. Yeah. And they're not sincere. And, I mean, they – I don't know about Jen Psaki, but the new one had no qualifications for this job other than she came out and she was black. So I, I don't know what her qualifications, but she's not a good press secretary. And then you look at people like uh, – you know, people in the past, even Ari Fleischer, people like that. I mean, it just, it's embarrassing, the lack of quality in the administration. Well, and, and half the administration is appointed based on something other than qualifications, like female, male, gay, yeah. straight. Yeah. I mean, look at Pete Buttigieg. He was a mayor of South Bend. What does he know about transportation? And he wasn't even you a know? good mayor in South Bend. I'm t- I know people in South Bend. They're not, they don't rave about the guy. He was, he was a placeholder guy. He didn't do anything. Marty Walsh actually might have been a legit appointment, only because he wasn't he a union guy before he became mayor? I think so, yeah. yeah. But uh, everything's just, it's all grandstanding. Yeah. There's no qualification. That's what I'm saying. They do, they do everything for optics, but nothing for truth and reality. You know, like, again, but yesterday was a classic. He's going to celebrate the signing of the Inflation Reduction Act, which isn't going to reduce inflation. At the meantime, the stock market's having the biggest crash in, you know, 12 years. It's just right. it's well, Look at the Supreme Court nominee. The Supreme Court nominee, first black woman ever. Mm. It has to be a first of something for every position that Biden does. Well, when you're being controlled, uh, uh, first stock, we're stock market crash two years. Um, when you're being controlled by something, then you have to, you have to, you know, feed the feed the, the folks. You know, you got to give them the meat, the red meat that they're yeah. looking for. So, yeah, embarrassing. Rudy, I, the worst I administration have, I've ever seen. You're amen, absolutely. I got, I do have to go now. Thanks, Rudy. Appreciate it. All right, uh, let's take a couple commercials. Um, we've got no scheduled guests today. This is all you guys. This is all Caller Wednesday, which means we just want to hear from you. Just call 860-522-9842. WTIC. We'll be right back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.